You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. All right, so for today, as promised, we got a baby daddy in the house, and that's my baby daddy. So let's get right to it. Here we go. Happy hump day, Bella Army. I'm Nicole. And I'm Bree, and this is the <laughs> Bella's Podcast. Artem, you're not Bree. Okay, you got me. It's Artem. <laughs> no, you mean Artem. <laughs> Anyways, that means it's time for opening up, so let's pop that bottle. All right, everyone. So today we are opening up with some M Cafe Americanos. We couldn't do the alcohol today. We're new parents. Plus, it's what time is it? Like ten o'clock in the yeah. morning. So See, yeah, we I don't agree. Think we don't have a ten. Early. Just kidding. no. That's it's been Artem and I's thing. We like to stroll Mateo to this coffee spot and get our americanos. So we feel it's appropriate since we have them that we are opening up with our favorite americanos. Plus, I feel super inappropriate when. Mateo is laying right now on top of me and I'm drinking like an alcoholic beverage. I mean, yeah. That, you would be yeah. shamed so hard. Oh, 100%. If, I mean, by me, by your mom, but and then by, by the world. And by the little monkey. And right yeah, Mateo would grow up and be so upset at you. Um, <laughs> well, Artem, I am so happy that you're on the podcast because so many people have been just wanting to hear your perception of being a new dad and labor and, you know, the first four weeks and how everything's gone. So, I mean, I'm just going to get right to it. Um, how, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> well, first, the whole delivery room was 
really kind of surreal experience for so many different reasons. Because well, you need to talk about the drive too, because I feel like it's fun to hear the dads. Like from when you I heard think, the news you know that what? the water broke. I think our rehearsal drive was way more entertaining than the actual drive when your water broke. Because yeah. our rehearsal drive was like hilarious. I mean, the noises you were making, the like drive through the red light, I can't okay, hold it. So and then the reality with this like silence in the car, driving really slow to the hospital. It was like, this is nothing like what so people think it would be. He's a professional dancer. So when he says rehearsal drive, what he means is we did the practice hospital drive that you're supposed to do. So we timed it out. And then I wanted to do a lot of noises because I assumed that's what I'd be making on my way so just to the hospital. She just me out to the point see how I'm going to handle under the stress. Exactly. And there was really no point to it because at the end of the day, when water broke, everybody was fine. Okay, well, but you have to do the play-by-play for people. Like, I had to call you, and we all want to know your thoughts right. and your reaction. So, I wasn't home when the water broke. So, I heard about water breaking. Then I talked to Nicole, saying, okay, so how long do I have to get home? And she's like, well, you probably have another, like, hour, hour and a half. I'm like, okay. So, I'm getting home. We're doing last meal together before baby, I guess, arrive. Because at the hospital, you don't get to choose your food. You pretty much get what you get from the hospital. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're packing our bags. And then Nicole's getting a call from the hospital. It's like, where are you guys? And I'm like, what do you mean? You said that we should take our time. And they're like, no, you should have been here like an hour ago. So yeah. Nicole totally missed that point. When the hospital told well, her you need to get here. Well, they said a few hours. So I was like, oh, great. Few hours means like an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Few hours means four That's hours. That's true. And I'm not the type of like, I, it's not like I went and blow dried my hair and put on makeup. Like I was just in the house doing well, stuff with Well, we did took like a picture, water. last picture before. But that was sweet that Brie reminded us to do that. No, it's true. Because I posted that the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, that was the last time I had my baby bump. Yep. But... What he's not saying, too, is one of his good friends that he was working with at the time, his wife texted me and said, it's so cute. Freddie came home and said how nervous Artem got and like anxious and excited and went to grab his bag or didn't know what to do. And was like, I need to go. And then I was like, oh, you have time. So you didn't know. But Stephanie texted me. Pretty much just left in the middle of shooting something that I've been kind of working on which I'm going to reveal at some point but I literally got to the studio we started shooting 15 minutes into the shoot <laughs> which is supposed to take a whole day by the way I was like bye you guys so all the camera crew everybody who was like trying to work just like okay I guess the day is done yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like sorry guys I can't do this right now um, but anyway the drive to the hospital was not as eventful as we practiced isn't it Right. I mean, I just feel like I'm a cool, calm woman. So. We just thought that, I don't know, maybe it's just my perception of watching movies when people give birth. It's like when the water breaks, it's like the baby's coming in the next 15 minutes. You better hurry up, get oh, to the yeah. hospital. You better get there. You know, the reality of it, it took almost, what, 24 hours yeah. since we got to the hospital. Actually get to the point where the contraction starts. I'm not even talking about how long contraction was. Just to even get to the point where they start kicking. So well, what were your thoughts when you were checking there? in? Well, let oh, me get the go. process first. <laughs> so checking into the room. First of all, I thought it was just going to be like a regular room. And it was like a hotel suite, which was, I was mind blown too. See, like you're checking didn't... into the hotel. Yeah. It's kind of like bizarre. I thought there's like everybody, the doctor's going to be all around you, checking your things. I don't know, just the typical thing you expect 
But then you check in very slowly, you put your bags down, you get comfortable on the bed. Even for myself, there was like almost like a bed next to Nicole's bed. They have like the, they call them, I guess, the daddy beds or whatever. But whatever I mean, that is, let me tell you, it's not comfortable. It's not, it's just like a booth type you know? of a thing. Uh, but either way, if you know you're going to spend the next 48 hours, that is actually really awesome. Just to have that yeah. option lay down because you're just so nervous and excited at the same time that you just can't contain yourself. But long story short, checking in into the room, everything is great. And then you just sit and wait. You literally just sit and wait. Uh, well, he does. <laughs> so you're watching Nicole getting all these like little tests and all the nurses coming in and checking the blood pressure and the temperature and... Um, hooking up a bunch of different machines to her body to see like the monitoring, maybe contraction stuff. So anyway, long story short, 24 hours later, contraction started. And it lasted two, was it two hours? I think even yeah. a little bit over two hours yeah, actually. Yeah, pushed for two hours. But it's, yeah, it's just bizarre, you know, but being was there and experience the whole thing. me push and the contractions and all well, that. Like we want to hear, we want to get inside the daddy brain. That's what I'm trying to get to. So after 24 hours of wait, you're like, okay, when is this thing starts? And then slowly doctor slides totally showing up and start doing little things. And then all of a sudden the main doctor arrived, Dr. Decca, and they start setting up for, you know, for that push. And it's crazy because I did know the contraction is just like, it comes in in a wave and then you have like have a little bit of a break. Then it comes in a wave and have a little bit of a break. So I tried to make myself useful and I said, okay, grab Nicole's leg and grab Nicole's neck. And when she pushes, like squeeze against each other and, you know, help her to push. Which real quick, so I know what's really cute is when they told me I had to tuck my chin and like lift up in like an ab workout position, Artem yeah. grabbed my neck because he knew that I was in a lot of pain with right. my neck. I didn't realize the pressure it would put on. So that was really cute of him. Yeah, because if you think about, you know, visually seeing from the side Nicole pushing it's it looked painful just even visually from the side so you must understand like what's going inside is probably amplified by a gazillion oh, yeah. so and two hours long it literally goes okay contraction starts and then you push forward was it 11 count to 11 10 counts 10 counts and so then- it's like 10 Nine. And yeah. I, when I'm saying that slow, like in your mind, if counting from 10 to one, you will be on one and it's going to be still count seven. Oh my gosh. From I'm, the doctor. That's the part where that can get you angry when so. you're the woman pushing. It's like, why are they counting so slow? I mean, all you women who've been in labor, you understand that. And then if you imagine like I'm standing facing Nicole, so I'm not sure what's happening, what the doctor looking at. So long story short, mm-hmm. they're trying to get Nicole a little bit more motivated. And they're like, hey, do you want to get mirror so you can see the head of the baby? Mm-hmm. The cr- Is it called crowning? Yeah, crowning. Yeah. And I was like, oh, now, I'm gonna, now, now I have like in the movie theater first seat in the front row. So holding Lucky legs you. and a head, counting from 10 to 1, watching it crowning and watching like a cheerleader squad. Uh, made from the doctor and the nurse. Yay! You can see it. Yay! It's coming. coming. Like all of that was pretty bizarre because it lasted two hour long. So imagine every single push was like a cheerleading that somebody scored a goal. That's pretty much <laughs> what it felt like. And yeah, 
I mean, it was great. It was great, like seeing all of a sudden the thing that you've been waiting on for nine months that was inside Nicole's stomach, and then all of a sudden you see the parts of it coming out. You get like excited and emotional at the same time because Mater had so much hair. I was like <laughs> mind blown because usually when you think about babies, it's kind of like bold little creatures. Not sure, like you can call them cute, but you know, like kind of like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Oh my but this one had like a whole full hair. So after two hour pushing, obviously he was crowning for quite some time, right? Mm-hmm. And then the doctor saying this one line is like, okay, you have two more pushes left. If you can't do it in two push, we're going to go into the C-section. That's where like Nicole just went from a human to our superhero mm. where it's like okay here we go 10 i think she started counting from 20 I oh you guys think. i wouldn't i it wouldn't was, stop pushing 10, after 9, 10 8, 7. Yeah. it was like 20 19 and literally the noise terrifying <laughs> but oh she God. did it like she just you know pushed the baby out and the relief and then seeing that little human like just being pulled all the way through. And first, when the baby comes, they're not of like a normal color, like a skin color. They're like almost like translucent blue. And then all of a sudden, with like a few seconds, by nurses rubbing him, he's like become this human what we see babies on TVs, you know? And he's crying and you can hear the first noise that he makes i mean obviously i got crazy emotional Mm -hmm. look at nicole she has this massive relief like oh my god this has actually happened and just like that moment how proud i was nicole of like lasting that long in a hospital going through even before like nine months prior to that because trust me those nine months they're not easy. You know, every single day, there is some kind of a challenge that you have to overcome. Or it's the first trimester where you literally don't want to eat anything and you're just throwing up. Or the second trimester where it's getting a little bit better that way, but then the stomach starts growing. You can't sleep on your side and you have to adjust sleep on your bag. And then the third trimester, yeah. Yeah, sleeping only on your side that you can't sleep on your bag. And then the third trimester, you're getting so big that you just become so uncomfortable. Like, it never gets better. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, it gets better from the first trimester to second because you don't experience the same difficulty, but it becomes a whole different difficulty. You know, you have to overcome. Like, that whole nine months, it is a challenge, you know? And obviously, you're very happy during it because you just have this thing in your mind. It's like, oh my God, I'm creating this whole human, you know? And you're so excited and proud of it. And when you see like that final stage, when that baby arrives, it just relief, happy feeling, happy thoughts. And just the excitement like, oh my God, this is like, look what I've done. Like mm-hmm. I created this, you know. Did it make you love that me more? baby. Yes. It did make me love Nicole more. Really? Yeah. Oh, good. And I think you can see it. Like, I don't know if you guys can see it in the ballads, but... I think in that video, yeah. you kind of see how it's just like you can't stop, but you're like emotional. You're like tearing up. You you're are. just like feeling this certain feeling inside you that 
you really can't describe unless you experience it. There is just, there is no way of explaining. When people are asking me, like, how does it feel to be a dad? Nothing like could expect it and nothing that I did expect it yeah. because it's better. It's better and it's in such a different way that you can't even... It's like, hard to describe. Know. It's indescribable. Yeah, it's like unless you actually experience it, there is just no way you can explain it with words. It, it just does not justify it at all. I agree. You are so in love. And I, I mean, I even remember when we knew we only had the two sets of pushes left. And I was saying this last week, like how Mateo cries now when he cries really hard. That's how I started crying. My chin like was going crazy and I had just the tears. Cause, yeah. And that was also just being so exhausted from laboring 24 hours and pushing for two. But yeah, I mean, I agree. And I was telling everyone how I wouldn't let them go. And when they wanted to keep cleaning and I would weighing them and I just wanted to keep holding them. And by the way, you guys, the minute they put Mateo on me, yes, I totally noticed all of his hair, but all I could think was like, holy shit, this is a mini Artem. Like <laughs> it looked exact, not it. Our baby boy looked exactly like Artem when he was born. You're all going to see that on Total Bellas. And when that episode comes, I'm definitely going to share some photos from that because when you see what I looked at, I mean, it, it was Artem. <laughs> it was like, I just birthed mini Artem. I know, it, was it was really, really cute. cute. Yeah. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, it's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we really do. And we actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. 
Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing is every time our dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista. And now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this. And I can't wait to hear what dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious.
How did you feel when we left then the labor room and then they put us into our actual hospital room that we were spending the next, I don't know what, like 30 hours in? Well, you know what? I think just in general, knowing that when people give birth in a regular world, when there is no COVID in existence, you can spend, what is it, five days at the hospital, four days at the hospital. And yeah, kind of usually like, vaginal birth, I think, is three, three and then days. C-section is five. So you get all this like information of like what this actually... You watch videos and trust me, like we've seen some, I have to say like we didn't do as good of a job as we wanted to no. simply because we want to go and do the classes and you just couldn't do it because of COVID situation. But even if you know, like even right now, me and Nicole trying to watch some videos of having babies, it's it's hard because everybody has such a different opinion of things, what you need to do and how you need to be doing things. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Even being in the hospital. So once we change from delivery room into, what is that room called? Recovery, recovery right, room. Recovery yeah. room. Like, once you get in there and you have this baby in you, you just obviously want to do everything you can to make this yeah. baby very happy. There is no one thought in your mind that goes, oh, it's okay. No, no, no. It's just like you constantly worry. <laughs> Arno, is it too cold? When, yeah. Is it... Is it is his little head that he has right now like is it in the right spot? Is he laying okay? Is he this? Is he that? Did he poop? And then that that then it's like your life starts. Then when you start realizing that, okay, I really don't know nothing about this. Like I actually completely clueless. You know, like diaper change. How do I lift him? Do I pull by by the leg? Do I lift him by the butt? Do I do this? Do I like you just don't know because all of these little so details little. that makes baby happy or makes baby very upset. And trust me, when that bottom lip rumbles Aww. and the cry starts, you just you just willing to do anything to stop that. Yeah. Like, and when I'm saying anything to stop that, if somebody would say chop your hand off, you would chop your hand off. <laughs> Artem like, and I I'm have a very joking. hard time when Mateo cries. We both get have very big hearts, and we just get very sensitive to it. I wish one of us were stronger in that department, but we're not. We're softies when it comes to Mateo crying. Yeah, he's so Which, Artem, wait, real quick, I want to go back to, because there were comments on uh, the Bella's podcast Instagram page. So I know I talked about Artem and I with the natural birth. Remember how we kept having the natural birth on each side of our rooms and we kept hearing the women scream? Oh, my goodness. I mean, you guys, the screams, Artem and I would just look at each other with the biggest eyes and I didn't know that they didn't have epidurals. All I'm thinking is like, that's going to be me. All it- I could think of, if anybody kind of like understand, and it's probably not the best comparison, but that came to my mind. If you go to the doctor, oh, right? Or you go to a dentist and you wait your turn and that room that you don't see, there's like people screaming. That's my experience when I was a kid because when I had my first root canal done, yeah, I was probably about 12 and there was no anesthetics. So that scream that I kind of remembered, that's what reminded me. And it's so crazy because Nicole is already going through a fear what it's going to be like, what it's going to be like pushing it, the epidural, how it's going to feel, because obviously you can't help yourself but read all the information out there. You know, you think it's like it's going to be painful. You just need to understand the fact is it's not going to be easy job. You right. know, it's going to be hard. So when that scream comes in, it was legit like someone is about, I don't know, dying. Yeah. But then the best part about that, you get so worried because you heard that <laughs> scream of a woman that like, 
it's terrifying last, scream. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the, the baby, baby go, and you're like, oh, it's okay. Everything's fine. I mean, every you know? time we'd hear that. So you're like, oh, that's the scream of the last push. But I think I confused some people last week because some took it as me doing a natural birth. So I didn't do a natural birth. I give so much props and power to the women that do natural births. I did have an epidural. And the funny thing about the epidural is I was telling Brie, we were on FaceTime when I was in the hospital bed. I was like, oh yeah, they do like a drip system now. It just goes through your IV. Brie goes, really? And I'm like, yeah, I totally misunderstood the doctor. So when the anesthesiologist came in, I made Artem sit in front of me. I was like, wait, what's happening? Oh, by the way, that was another story that I was like, oh my goodness. So he made Nicole sitting facing me. And he started obviously like getting everything set up and ready. So when I saw that syringe, I literally was like, Nicole, don't turn, don't <laughs> don't look, because that syringe looked humongous. Yeah. I mean, it looked like a straw you can drink from. Ew. In a cup. It was that big. And it was that long. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And it was so, very painful. So But you didn't make a noise. So you took it like I a didn't. champ. I didn't. I took it like a champ. I get very competitive with things. As Artem could see when I started knowing that I had only two pushes left. I get very like, competitive. It's like a Hulk mode. Hulk mode. That's <laughs> right. Baby out. <laughs> <laughs> what a relief. Um, but so... So we're in our recovery room and yeah, it was funny because at one point our little Mateo had to get a culture done and some blood testing because he was born with a fever and they take him in another room and I'm like, Artem, follow him. But because of COVID, they wouldn't let Artem out of the room. I was like, I don't care. Follow them. And more <laughs> Artem was like, what do I do? And, you obviously and he's imagine, standing in the right? hallway. Like at this point, you can't literally say no to anything like at all. Yeah. You know, because what Nicole just been through, you're like, well, you just can't really say anything. But then you as well understand you're in the hospital and they're following certain protocols because of the COVID. And like, what do you do? Yeah. And so they took Matteo to take a blood test. Um, was the blood? I think it was a blood test. Yeah, blood test and then what they call culture. Right. Remember um, where it grows yeah. over 20 minutes. So they said, hours. oh, we'll be like, it's going to be like 20, 15, 20 minutes. We'll bring it back. 40 minutes later, now imagine Nicole's face. Where is he? <laughs> Like, like it was Artem, honestly go to like the a, room I now. Know. So I literally was actually opened the door, and then we can hear the the, the nurses and stuff. So we but like, we you did know call what? twice. Yeah, I was like, yeah, the first call, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just getting this done. So don't worry about it. We'll bring him in the second. And then time goes by, Nicole getting even more irritated about it. But then thankfully well, they brought back, anxious. so everybody's happy. But oh my god, seeing obviously when they. Mm-hmm. It's called prick him, like yeah. with a mm-hmm. prick, whatever. Oh, his face and him crying. It's oh terrible. My God, it's like, the worst. Honestly, yeah. Everybody out there, if you don't have a baby and you have a baby, once you experience that for the first time, well, it's, it's not a very scare sad people. Thing. Then they no, get very no, happy. It's not, no, no, it's not like a <laughs> scary thing. It's right. just like how sad that is because this little innocent thing. Mm-hmm. They're just born. They've done nothing wrong to anybody or anything in this whole entire world getting hurt. Because that's what initially is. They do get hurt. They feel the certain pain. Obviously, they do feel pain. So 
getting hurt and you're just like, that baby did not deserve to be pricked right now. No. And like the rage that goes through your mind and the rage that goes into it and you're like getting so angry. But then two seconds later, he's like the happiest baby again. You're like, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, well, Aram, I have a few more questions for you. Okay, so I want to know how it's been being a dad now for a little over a month. And also, I, we, I know everyone wants to hear, like, what were your parents' reactions? What were your reactions seeing Buddy for the first time? Because Bree and I told the story of how we snuck over at midnight. How like Oh, yeah, we did. So everyone, like, we, I want to hear your reactions to Buddy. I want to know your parents' reactions to Mateo. Because you guys, it's so cute when they all FaceTime and they all speak Russian and how Mateo looks at them all and looks at his grandparents. It's adorable. And then I want to know, everyone wants to know, like, how, it, how it's been for Artem. The first month of fatherhood. Well, first of all, obviously, the first thing I did when Mateo was born, I called my mom. Yeah. Called my parents. And they've been bugging me to have a child for probably past 10 years. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> and then another thing is everybody in my family side always have boys. So we actually find out the gender because... I'm not gonna lie. My mom won't have a girl. They were all hoping for a girl. I wish, like, I really want to have a girl. So when I find out it's a boy, my mom's like, "Of course it is." Like, Mm -hmm. it's not even a. She didn't blink. That was so funny. But yeah, they're like so excited for me to have a kid, and they knew it was a long time coming. And it's just funny to see my mom how she is with the babies, because like the voice changes, the silly words that comes (laughs) out of her mouth. And then you're constantly realizing like, oh, you're actually doing exactly the same thing. So whatever you're seeing other people doing and like the baby voices and stuff and you think like how pathetic that is, you will be that pathetic person. Trust me. There is no way around it. Um, So funny. But I don't know. It's just so surreal because that time that you wait for this thing to come to this world and then it's there and it's like you can't help yourself but feel that like this is yours yeah nobody else will care as much you will no one else will do what you only will do that for this little baby so it's just that that responsibility that comes along with it as much as you think how stressful that is and how important it is to do right by them because honestly like that's what you want to do as much as it could be stressful, it's like the best thing in the world. Because when you come home and see that little thing smile, it just melts your heart. And Matteo does this, have these random smiles when he sleeps. And when he smiles, he smiles so big. It's so cute. Like there is also still no teeth there, obviously. <laughs> but like seeing all of that is just Thank how God. adorable that is. You just can't help it. Like even that one second of that smile is worth than him crying straight for God knows how long. Right. Like how little things are so much more satisfying than any stress comes along with it. Like, and every, and people been telling me that, but I could never really like, well, really has been crying for two days. And then he just smiled once. Everything's okay. Like you don't get it unless you actually experience it. Oh, Oh, there he is. He's sleeping on Artem right now. Oh, it's okay. We are talking about you, little Teo. And I, and I have to say Artem's been an incredible. It's Okay has been an incredible dad the past month. And like our first two weeks together, we were just such a great team. Artem did so much cooking. Like I know you're all thinking in your head, like he always does. But then we would take our shifts and and just how he was with Mateo. I mean, I when Artem had to leave for Dancing with the Stars, and we're going to get to that here in a second, 
Mateo definitely knew his daddy was gone. Like I, I, I could feel it from him and uncle Brian was there and was amazing of how he came in and, you know, helped out for 10 days. But I think because Artem was so hands-on and Mateo missed that, like Mateo will literally sleep on Artem for like three hours straight. He loves being in Artem's arms. Like I feed and he loves me for that. And he loves like when Artem is around, loves being in mama's arms. But when Artem is around, he wants to be on daddy. It's crazy. It's so cute. But I've been so proud of you, of how incredible you've been. And actually, I want to get to some questions people have because they're kind of questions. Well, before we go. Yeah. So crazy how just life works out in general that obviously Nicole and Brie have babies at the same time. Oh, yeah. We need to get here. But not even the fact having babies at the same time. When I say the rooms were next door, if that wall would not be there, (laughs) it would be one room. How crazy. having that and actually like we obviously can leave your room and... Thank you to nurses who made that little exception, you know, and they're like, yeah, you can go and sneak in and say hello. But just like walking into Brie and Brian's room mm-hmm. and kind of like seeing exactly the same scenario that you just been in your room mm-hmm. and seeing Buddy Born and I don't know, just like it's it's amazing as well for so many reasons besides the fact that it's just like a miracle came to life. The fact is that Matteo will have his best friends for the rest Aww. of his life. That's a brother. That's something that you you just don't get right unless it's your legit blood brother but that like a whole cherry on the cake that they will have each other you know yeah and they will hang out together and they will be best friends and like it's just having even that in Matteo's life right now like what's to come I'm super excited I'm super pumped for it I agree. but once he like start realize that I think he would appreciate so so much because it is like having a little brother, you know? It and is. A twin it brother. It actually will be that, like, I don't think it will be even feeling of like, it's just best friend. I think they will feel like they related to each other. Well, I, they are. Well, they related, are. They're cousins. But I'm saying like, even more than just the cousins, you know? I agree. I mean, I'm so grateful and thank God every day for that because where Bree and I were lucky growing up is we never did kindergarten alone or preschool alone or ever had to go to school alone or do things alone because we always had each other. And that's Buddy and Mateo. They will always have each other for school, for yeah. everything. But yeah, I'm just, I'm so happy that Mateo will have, honestly, a twin brother for life. You know, he'll always get to go through things with Buddy. And let's be honest, he has an older sister, Berber. Birdie is going to keep these boys in check and I can't wait to watch it. But before we wrap it up, Artem, I mean, everyone will be mad at me if I do not ask this, but Dancing with the Stars... Okay, one huge congratulations, which I've already given you a ton. Thanks. <laughs> so weird. But I know everyone's feeling that. We're all excited to watch you on Monday nights. I can't wait for everyone to know your dance partner. Of course, I know, but you guys aren't going to be able to know till the season premieres. So you'll definitely want to tune in. 14th, yeah. Yeah, the 14th. But Artem, before we wrap up, tell us about it. Tell us about the call. I know he's already been on a bunch of interviews, Good Morning America and Entertainment Tonight and a few others talking about it. But if you could tell us here on the Bella's podcast, just... Um, well, that was a really that. cool call, guys. Um, it was a FaceTime and the producers tried to trick me. They're trying to say like, uh, can you just jump on this call real quick? We just want to chat to you real fast. And then all of a sudden I'm on the Zoom call with executive producers and they're like, hey, want to have you back no I already have chills um, 
Yeah, it's, you know, like every time you have that type of phone call, you just don't really know what to expect because obviously I've experienced both sides of it. Like once really, really happy outcome and once not so much. This time was really happy outcome. I just feel like life plays in such a weird way that when people say things happen for a reason, it really is true. And you really don't know until you can look back and see what really happened to you during that time because then it's like, oh, I understand why that happened because that makes total sense. I mean, look, if I was done last season, this little monkey that's right now laying on me, my little Mateo, would not be here. You know, it would not be in existence. And seeing him right now, like I can't imagine our lives without him at all. Like there is no such thing even. (laughs) Sorry, you're just making so much noises right now. Um, But, you know, getting that phone call, going back to it, it's just, I don't know. It's like you have this, a whole another opportunity to dance again because that whole year prior to it, watching from the sidelines and watching Mm -hmm. on TV and, you know, like on this IGs, like it does make you sad, you know, seeing like, oh, I'm not part of it. You know, watching from sidelines is never fun. And I did feel like there was not, I was not done with it either. You know, sometimes you do feel being done with certain things and watching from sidelines, it makes you just happy. But I know I found myself watching from sidelines like, I'm not done with it. Like I really, I really want to be there. I really want to still experience this and that. So, Having that back, I don't know, you're just so motivated for everything. And it's not just even doing dancing, it's just motivated to being a good father, you know, being a better parent. And like, I don't know, it's just things that like inject you with the happiness, you know, and that's mm-hmm. what Dancing with the Stars phone call made me feel. But I'm super excited. I'm super excited for the season. I think this season is going to be very special. I think the cast is phenomenal. Everybody's really good. Like, that's the thing. Like, everybody you're looking at, they have something to offer, you know. I can't wait for you to find out who my partner is. First week's dance that I'm doing. Uh, it just sucks that we have to wait for you two guys to find out because it would be up to me, obviously. We would already start doing little IG videos and kind of like show you like how much no, fun this great. is. No, it's great. We made people wait for the gender and it was like... I think people, like, we don't get surprises anymore. So I I like that, you know, we're all going to be surprised on who's all partnered up. I think it makes Monday night more fun, like the season premiere. Oh, no, absolutely. No, I'm not saying it sucks overall. I'm just saying it sucks Because Artem lives it. No, I agree. Because he lives it every day and they want to start to get their team out there. But you know what? I was like, we had the Bella's podcast. Like, you guys are all going to vote for him right and his partner so we're already going to start promoting that and you make sure to get your friends and family to vote for Artem and his partner or Mateo and I will be knocking at your doors. Well, I mean, everyone does know that I dedicated the season to little Mateo. Yeah, he still keeps his hospital bracelet on. I do. I yeah. do. I'm not taking it off my hospital bracelet. It's still on. People look at me like, what is that? He's like, so funny. Hey. But, well, we all are so proud of you and it's going to be fun because Bree and I are going to do Dancing with the Stars fun stuff every week here on the podcast. And um, Artem, thank you for coming on. Of course, anytime. I think it's always fun. I know, right? It's always fun. And also, you guys, like, I think Artem's story is just so great to know that, like, when one door closes others open and fatherhood opened up for artem and getting engaged and also for all of you to get to know him more on total bellas 
And when you don't give up on your dreams, look at what happened. Artem is back on this season. By the way, he got his own GMA interview. And I just thought this season already has been really special for you. So I know as your fiance, I'm very excited for you this season. Oh, thanks. I love you. And thank you I for love coming you. on. I love you, Mateo, too. Warning. Things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. (laughs) Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. All right, everyone. Now it's time for a special edition of Bella Army Q&A. Well, no, actually, this is Artem Army Q&A. Oh, I got a whole army? Good to know. All right, so as always, tweet at Bella Twins with the hashtag Bella's Podcast, and we might pick your question to answer on the show. The question is from at Soap Syrie, and the question is, Artem, how does it feel being a first-time dad to a son who, by the way, looks just like you, 
Also, how has been juggling Dancing with the Stars and wanting to spend as much time with your family as possible? How do you feel that Nikki took a huge step in selling her home in AZ to move to LA for her family? Oh, wait, it's not done, Artem. So, four questions. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) Last question for Artem. And also, Nikki, can we get any hints or details about those wedding discussions you have been having since the birth of your son? You both mentioned in recent interviews. Oh. Oh, trying to trying to get the secret yeah. out, huh? Yeah. Okay, question number one. It's awesome to have a little mini me because no. when I look at that little Matteo, it's like looking at myself in the mirror. So that definitely helps. Mama sees it too. Um Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, yeah there's a little, little bit. Things. Yeah, there's the little things. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> the second thing is how am I juggling with dancing? Is that what it is? Yeah. The second part of it? Dancing and um, wanting to spend as much time with your family. Oh, um, well, actually, you know, this thing has been working out quite well this season because. Obviously, what's happening in the whole entire world with the whole COVID situation, we're so restricted by only training with our celebrity partners and not professional dancers like doing group numbers and all that stuff. So if usually our day would be spread between four hours doing with celebrity and then the rest of the dancing for like group numbers or some kind of other performances, that is not going to be the case this time. Um, so funny, like weirdly enough, we do have a lot of time on our hands, you know, which is great because that's perfect for me how it worked out because I can spend my time with my family. And mom too. Um, and mom too. I get a nap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, third side of, third part of that question. Um, how do you feel that Nikki took a huge step in selling her home in AZ to move to LA? Oh, well, look, I mean, obviously it makes me happy that she's willing to relocate where my work is. And I mean, honestly, like I would have done exactly the same thing if situations would be swapped, you know, it would be the other way around. Uh, But also I think it's a question to actual Nicole because besides me getting dancing, I think there's other things that she did not enjoy this time being in Phoenix, like being pregnant for nine months, stuck at home, not be able to go outside. Not because you can't, but also because it's been 120 degrees. So I think partially it's just kind of like, we know we love being outside, you know, and not having that for four months out of the year, it's kind of getting challenging. So I guess that played like kind of, I don't want to say a small part. It's actually quite a reasonable part. Oh yeah, the 20 pounds I have to try to work off, that was a big part of it. Like, yeah, (laughs) so sailing home, it wasn't just because of dancing with the stars. Mm -hmm. There is other things that actually participated in making that decisions. And Mm -hmm. then fourth part of that question is... Wedding discussions. Wedding discussions. Well, first of all, obviously, I prop you for asking that question, but the answer, as you probably expect to hear us, you will find out on Total Ballast. So, wait, you do? Well, I think if that's you know that conversation is going to be happening on Total Ballast, and we don't want to reveal anything oh. right now. But we do so, want to get married soon, and one reason oh, no. why we have I mean, pushed off is, is COVID. That, that is happening yeah, for sure. I want people to bump and grind at our wedding. They not be to six do feet details. apart. I just thought that they wanted to do details. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Details yeah. will be for sure. Um, so the details we cannot in. reveal, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we're looking forward to it. We just want to make sure that you know, it's not going to be like a plastic walls everywhere around every single person. Waiting. Yeah. I and mean, then the, the day it's a celebration and not just thing you attend for the sake of attending. Right. And both of us feel the same way about that. And once we can figure it out what that would look like, 
I think, yeah, I think it's going to start moving quicker. Oh, right? really? What do you mean, really? I'm just like, kidding. Like, you're talking yeah. like we don't <laughs> no, talk about it. I just it. like it. No, we talk about it a lot. <laughs> so Artem has to hear about it a lot. And plus, I mean, having that little monkey that lays on me right now, like, I mean, it would be kind of awesome for him to, like, actually hmm. not be there but not remembering but being present in a sense you well, know at least being, maybe like, being able to walk down more, the aisle well walking that out means it's gonna take a while oh but, i don't know how he is he might be I walking mean, yes he's so strong Wait, it's scary Brie and like, i walked at nine months try to get his pacifier out of his hand good luck yeah you guys like, he's crazy freakishly strong i'm not kidding to you like you can't you just can't well pull out of his hand well my love you need to head to rehearsals so we gotta wrap it yeah. up but thank you so much soap Sri, for your question and that is it for this week's artem army q a All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. And a huge thank you to my baby daddy, fiance, my love, Artem, for coming on the pod. And next week, Brie will be back with Brian, her baby daddy. So get ready for that. And make sure to tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bella's. Show us some love by rating the show, leaving a review and hitting subscribe. And we have an Instagram exclusively dedicated to the Bellas podcast. So make sure to follow us at the Bellas podcast. Until next week, remember to stay fearless and you'll always go Brie mode if you drink along with us. See you next Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say, bye-bye. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 